0: And last most certainly not least, uh, our boy Murjewski is back in the news, his little douchebag. If any veteran set himself on fire, it should have been this piece of shit. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like this douchebag.
1: Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. Hey, hey, That's what your mom said. Oh,
2: get it.
0: Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. Got some uh, got some Billy Ocean there.
2: Get out of my dreams.
0: Get in. I figured that was uh, very very uh I don't know, I felt it was very fitting for uh, today's episode. We got Lauren Bobert's uh, 18-year-old uh, GTA wannabe son out there facing a multitude of charges. Meanwhile, Lauren Boebert's out there tweeting on the Twitterverse talking about how wonderful Donald Trump is. And it's like, lady, you're over there giving tuggies and handjobs over the jeans and, and movie theaters while vaping and stuff, and you're sitting here praising Donald Trump. You got a family in ruins over here. You got a, a divorced father. You got a son that's clearly crying for help. And all you're caring about is praising Donald Trump. And meanwhile, she's running for a different district in Colorado because her own one doesn't want her anymore. It's like, this is just, this is more of the same. This is more of the same. Bread and circuses, folks. Clown show. Clown show is what this is. It's a clown show. Do they still make it totally off topic? Do they still make that Amazon tea that comes in like the bigger containers that has the vines with the little uh, cherry blossoms wrapped around? You know what I'm talking about? Arizona? Arizona, yeah. Arizona tea? What did I say? Did I think I say? that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Do they still make those? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen them or thought about them in forever, but I just saw this in my peripherals and I, it, it reminded me of one. Uh, Chad, do they still make those? Those are actually really good. What a, what a handsome question. What a handsome question that is. Uh, have you shared today's episode? If you have not, you're wrong. Oh, Liz, by the way, I saw you in the chat, and your comments on Instagram, the garden layout I had, I meant to post a picture and tag you on this, the garden layout um, it's, it's next to the house and it's, it's divided by concrete between the driveway and the actual lawn. And the layout is going to be just nothing but peppermint and spearmint in that one garden. So if they do tangle and they do take over the garden, it's okay because we're going out there to, to get the, the mint from that. I bought a, um, the blue light, uh, mosquito zappers. I finally bought one. Oh my God. I put it in place last night turned off the porch light turned that thing on oh my sh- 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 the entire night it sounded like somebody was out there with a cattle prod just just going crazy
1: had that Dude. look after uh, delta 8
0: like uh... uh i mean it was cool i mean i was i was pretty i've been doing the honey that's right folks we're, we're formulating the honey and the honey is super potent super potent like too much too much but I love it. Oh, I love it so much, but no, they were just, they they were the long bugs, not the, uh, not the mosquitoes. They're not, not daddy long legs, but, um, are they called mosquito hawks? Like the real big mosquitoes, the mosquitoes we were dealing with prior were the tiny ones, like just the little actual fly mosquitoes. Those are annoying. The ones that would actually bite you, not the flies, but actual mosquitoes. Um, the bigger ones, they don't bite. They just, they're big and they fly around. Now I've been told those eat mosquitoes. I don't know. But they're they're attracted to the light because every time I turn off the porch light, they uh, they stay they stick close to the doors on the back, uh, the French doors in the back because of the light from the living room. So when I put on that blue light, dude, they they swarmed it. I was at the point of like cutting off the uh, protective black stuff because a lot of them couldn't get through and just let them just fry to a crisp because like, dude, it was they're, they're, hundreds, hundreds of the, I posted it on my Insta stories. If you go to John Burke Insta, you can see it in the stories there. And it's, it's intense. I was like, Geez. Um, We got a uh, dude. I love the show, but I hate rumble. I can never watch anymore as it always messes up and it won't play. I'm not sure what's going on. It's a little laggy today. Is it laggy today? Yeah. We get, are we running into issues? Oh, it says still sending data. Hold on. Let me restart it. It could be, uh, it, it's gotta be on our end. It says sending data. Unable to connect. What the hell's going on? It was working before. (sighs) It's always something. It's always something. Let me try and restart the stream. Can't have anything nice. I mean, what's going on, Rumble? Sending data. Just trying to relaunch the stream. Okay, it says we're streaming now. It says we're streaming. Okay, okay. I don't know why it's been doing that. It's been weird. Either way, we got it squared away. Sorry about that, folks. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, make sure you um, hit the thumbs up button, to share the show. But what are those? They're not mosquitoes. They're like the, they have the long legs, long, skinny body, um, maybe like an inch, half inch, but they fly everywhere. Yeah. I, they don't bite. I don't know what they're called. I also don't know if they eat mosquitoes, but either way, they're freaking everywhere and I hate the damn things. So, but anyway. Oh, good Lord. Come to find out uh, the Roman candle air force veteran that set himself on fire, um, ties to, you know, self-proclaimed anarchist ties to multiple Facebook groups that support Hamas. Also come to find out on his personal Reddit account. He was actually celebrating the deaths of three army reservists that were killed. Um, so I, you know, all, all the, uh, all the people out there crying on the social media is like, Oh, you're celebrating the death of you horrible human being. All the boohooing. Yeah, you look really stupid. And we've known this. You know, we knew this right off the bat. People, I mean, it came out like within 24 hours. And people are selectively choosing not to do the research on this little twat. That's what he is. Screw him. And apparently, he had a family, a wife and kid. I, I, really? I, 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 apparently. I don't know if that's true or not. I saw, I saw somebody comment that. I was like, mm, haven't heard that before. Uh, I, I kind of actually don't think that's true because the only ones they were talking about in the news were his parents. You figured they'd be really uh, focusing in on the wife and then and, and, uh kid, if he had one, but, and, you know, and if you, you, you disagree with me, well then you can feel free to go join him in protest. I'll, I'll fork over the money to buy the matches. Matter of fact, it'll be a butane lighter. That way we can guarantee it's not going to mess, you know, no, uh, no, no fuddling around trying to get that sucker lit. We'll get you on fire for your your passion on fire for your passion. So there you go. <laughs> Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love all these military meme pages that, like, dog veterans so much. And then when a veteran does this and, you know, commits an act of martyrdom out of ignorance, someone's like, oh, whoa, 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 that's too far, John. You you don't care about veteran lives. Not that veteran's life, I don't. Fuck them. <laughs> I don't care. Ah, oh, my gosh. How we doing, Rumble? How we doing? It The wind picked up last night. Was it windy where you were at? A little bit, yeah. Bro. I mean, it's, it's
1: February again, so I woke up this morning. It was like 40 degrees yeah. out after being 90 yesterday.
0: Yep. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. I, I'm i glad it's not going to freeze because I've planted everything, and if it freezes again, it's not going to survive. I'm going to be pissed. Pissed, I say. But, uh, yeah, planted some more trees yesterday. Went home, worked around the house, getting trying to get all this stuff set up. Bought a little covering for the garden. It's like these little rods that you stick together, stake into the ground, and then you cover it with, like, a sheet so it protects your garden from bugs. Uh, yeah, that didn't work at all because it acted like a freaking sailboat sail and started blowing everything. It's like, well, that's not going to happen. So I'm thinking of getting, like, chicken wire and putting it, like, a dome covering over the top and maybe buying some uh, growing plants that can vine over the top, give it a natural protective barrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I sound like it. Martha I like Martha Stewart it. over here with a dick. That's what I'm talking about. Well, maybe not Martha Stewart. Who's, uh... Do they have any shows about like home, uh, home la- landscape and gardening? Do they actually have TV shows about that because oh, everything's sure. about like house flipping and house decor. I want to watch some shows where they take like a backyard trailer park and just like completely renovate it, making something so incredibly awesome. It's like I would totally live there. I don't know. Just planted my third peach tree this year. They produce great. I'm in Denton. Oh, you're not far from us. Yeah. Um, peach trees. I, I think we planted two. Now, let me ask a question to my gardening friends out there, my horticulturists on when I have a, a brand new plant or a brand new tree and there's some stems growing out upwards of like, say six inches in length. Um, are you supposed to clip the ends? So that way incentivizes like to continue the growth because I, I wasn't sure about that. We bought a lemon tree the other day and some of the tips were burned. So I clipped them to, um, help growth again it is growing thankfully we planted a um a fig tree excited for that fig tree plum tree two peach trees and an apple tree i don't know that apple tree ain't doing anything it's just one stick and it's just sitting there and i've I've, like put fertilizer in there i'm gonna put mulch over it i've been watering it nothing and when i bought it the lady the thing was like good luck i'm like what is that supposed to mean she goes they're hard to grow so then why are you selling them but you know Sucker born every minute. And I'm one of them. I mean, mean, who doesn't want their own apple tree? That'd be awesome. Go out there and pick an apple. You think they'd be a little bit easier to to grow, right? I have no idea. The plum tree is sprouting already. It's beautiful. Really? It is beautiful. I don't know. Um, Yes, no. If it's damaged, yes. If not, let it be. Okay. I wasn't sure. It was only a few of them that I clipped the tips of. Not a lot, but they said that like if it grows anywhere but like outside of six inches from the the base of the stem, clip it, and that way it helps uh, signify growth. Also, on the blueberry trees, there'll be like some dead branches. I'll trim those. Tomato plants, same thing. Um, clip the dead things. Go in there and prune. <clears throat> Go in there and prune. That's right. Welcome to Garden Talk with John Burke. <laughs> that you never thought we'd talk about stuff like this, did you? Oh, just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. I mean, is it is it homesteading? Like I guess that's homesteading. Sure, why not? Uh, I'm probably gonna pick up two goats. And what are your pronouns again? Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. Apple trees may not even produce apples if they do grow. Well, that sucks. I'm. I, mean, I bought one. It was like 25 bucks. So I was like, all right, let's try it. So planted blueberries, tomatoes. I've started planting the potatoes. Did you know how to potato? You know how, potato, you know how a potato grows? slow? Actually, not really. No, they grow pretty fast. So you take a potato and you bury it about halfway in the soil. You water it and that's set. And what grows out of it are slips. What they call slips is like, uh, think of roots. But each root, when you look, it actually has like a little um, a bubble, if you will. Not a bubble, but it looks similar to one. That is a potato. So you clip the snip and you plant that separately. So you grow potatoes off of one potato. And of that potato plant, it yields multiple potatoes. So I've got about a four-foot by 20-foot plot, topsoil, uh, that I'm be planting nothing but sweet potatoes, Yukon potatoes. Uh, and I watched this video where the guy actually had a potato for two years, and that was his uh, main potato that he grew everything from. He would have planted. Some people do it in the water. Queen potato. Queen potato. There you go. King potato, queen potato. I don't know what you call it. Hot potato. Hot potato. Uh, there you go. Um, stop circumcising your tree. Nobody wants less. <laughs> you can... Um, you can go and check it out on John Burke Insta. I've been posting updates over there. It's been a lot of fun. And then, you know, both chickens are laying against, so we're getting a multitude of eggs. And then I figured two goats and everybody's kind of like, this is how it starts. They said they, they say that chickens are the gateway animal. Cause once you get chickens, then it's like, then you're going to get goats. Cause I was reading the comments on Facebook and everybody's kind of like, bro, you're going to start with chickens, give it a year and you're going to have a, you're going to have cattle. Like you're gonna, it starts with chickens, you get goats, maybe a few lamb. Well, you get um, uh,
1: tax breaks for having uh, livestock yeah. on your mm-hmm. land, You do. Right? Ag yeah.
0: exemptions, yeah. I'm um, getting bees in April. I'm excited for that. And then, like I said, folks, when I figure this process out, we'll start making the Delta 8 honey in-house. Um, and we're actually going to be utilizing some friends of mine's honey that actually make it, and uh, I think it's a veteran group, and we'll use that to... Uh,
1: That's a good idea here, uh, R1, mm. the CBD goat milk cbd goat milk uh-huh i like it i like it, uh, I
0: like it. keep going i love go- that i uh i actually, cbd eggs cbd eggs i actually um i've been trying this new protein out it's it's i just i've been i've been realizing i need to up my protein levels because i'm not getting enough and you can do with that what you will as far as jokes yeah you already gave me that that side i look shut up josh anyway um <laughs> I'm over here trying to burp in the mic. It's like, uh, I got to stop drinking these carbonated beverages. I'm, I'm starting to become like a little bit of a health freak, which is a good thing though, because I mean, when you actually sit down and you look at all the stuff that we eat, it's horrible. It's yeah. not even real food. And then once you kind of have your eyes open to that, it's like, Jesus, It's like, we're eating so much, just crap, just crap. Um, But anyway, uh, what was I talking about? You had me with the, oh, the protein. And, I, I was like, I got up my protein. I don't eat enough. That's why I never put on muscle. I just don't eat enough. And so finally I grabbed this vegan protein drink. It was just, it's, it's lactose or uh, it's milk-free. It's using vegan stuff. I'm not a vegan proponent. If you do you, I mean, you do what makes you happy. I don't care if you're a vegetarian or vegan. Hey, I get it. I'm not, I'm going to make fun of you, but I, I also don't care. It's like, look, yo if the, if you feel healthy doing that far be it from me, but also nobody gives a fuck. Like, you don't have to sit there and like put it on there. Like, hey, I'm a Navy SEAL Delta Force CrossFit Ranger that's vegan. Like nobody cares. Either way, uh, it was actually really good. No bloat. And I'm, that's what I'm doing now. I'm taking, I'm doing vegan protein shakes because there's no bloat. There's no lactose. You don't feel like burpish or gassish. You get your protein intake. It's like, hmm, I'm actually impressed. All right. I'm going to suck dick after this. (laughs) Josh is already (laughs) thinking it. He was already thinking it. It's like, that's the route you're going. Uh, Milk is actually good for you for building muscle. I don't know if I necessarily agree on that one. I don't think our bodies are supposed to actually have milk beyond infancy. Um, Really? That's what I've heard a lot of people say. You know, do what makes you happy. If you like, I like milk. Well, now I prefer almond milk only because again, no bloat, no gas. If I drink regular milk and I do, again, I do love 2%. Don't get me wrong. I love milk, but even that stuff you get in the store, it's not real milk. It's so, there's so many additives to it. That's why they say if you actually get fresh milk from a cow, it does not taste the same because they, they do so much uh, chemical change up to, to preserve it, lengthen it before or lengthen the time before it goes bad. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Gorillas don't eat protein shakes. They're strong as fuck. Are you a gorilla? No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> How about CBD protein powder? Uh, it wouldn't be worth it. It wouldn't be worth it. Um, what was that show where a vegan was offered 10,000 to eat meat? Hmm, I have no idea. No idea. But either way, um, uh, it's true. Humans aren't meant to drink cow's milk. In fact, cows wouldn't even be a thing if we didn't keep making them. I I didn't realize that we were making cows. Fucking cows. Fucking cows. (laughs) Stupid cows polluting the the ozone with their gas. All right, folks, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBT.com. If you haven't checked it out, you really should. Hey, do you like getting high? Well, if you don't, you should because it's amazing. Uh, I actually have had a lot of friends on Twitter that have tried out Shell Shock, and they keep DMing me. It's like, dude, I love your Halo gummies. Like, we love them. Me and my, this one lady, her and her husband take them. And she's like, dude, we have so much fun. It's just, it's a great time. Now, I, that makes me happy because we've nice. been, I've been using it for like two years. And it's nice to see somebody else come into the the kind of circle. And be like, dude, these are awesome. Like, I love them. They're affordable. We laugh. We giggle like school children. It's, it's a great time. It's so, a game changer. It is it a really game It really is. Yeah makes everything enjoyable to a degree. And it's not that I want to be like dependent upon it, but there's times it's like, okay, uh, like I'll micro If I have something coming up that I know there's going to be like some anxiety building up, it takes, it takes all that away. You're just kind of like, meh. it's like before performance now with tango, I'll take a little bit of a Delta eight. And it's like, do you feel nervous? It's like I actually don't. It's like, I feel, I feel happy. I feel excited. And it's kind of like you get in your head. It's like, what if you screw up? It's like, who cares? It's like, are you going to die? No. Just enjoy it. It's a great time. It is a great time. What are you going to so.
1: do? Light yourself on fire? i are
0: going to let yourself on fire. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, yeah, ShellshockCBD.com. Don't forget to check it out. And, by the way, if you use code MUG, you can get a mug. and get a free CBD tea. You see these amazing mugs that we have here, folks? Shellshock, what are you waiting for? Get your mug today. Move over, Steven Crowder. These are so much better. Shellshockcbd.com. use code mug get a free tea while supplies last and don't forget we are about to be running out of cbd tea we're not bringing them back so once they're gone they're gone folks so you can stock up right now jump on this we have a lot of people that do love the tea um now's your last chance get it while it's good get it while it's good so there we go all right let's get into the news that's why you're here it's not for my devilishly good looks or josh's amazingly good looking beard let's let's do this lauren bobert Son arrested in string of trespassing thefts. Oof. It's crazy. Uh, the son of Congresswoman, Lauren Boebert, was arrested on Tuesday in connection. Bring back the blueberry gummies. $2 from demented squid. The blueberry gummies. Yeah, we had them. We did? Yeah. Must have been a long time ago. The Delta ate gummies? Yeah. yeah. How
2: long ago? Mm,
0: maybe like a year. Hmm. Do people want those back? I mean, I don't know. According to police in Rifle, Colorado, about 68 miles northwest of Aspen, officers arrested 18-year-old Tyler J. Bulbert on Tuesday. Officers said Tyler's arrest follows a recent string of alleged vehicle trespassing and property thefts in Rifle. Uh Tyler's facing the following charges: 4 felony counts of criminal possession of ID documents with multiple victims, 1 felony count of conspiracy to commit a felony, over 15 misdemeanors and petty offenses. Wow. Next star is KDVR has reached out to Bobert's office for a comment, but has not heard back. Tyler isn't the only Bobert family member to have been arrested this year. In January, Bobert's ex-husband, Jason, was arrested by the Garfield County Sheriff's Office. The arrest stemmed from an alleged altercation that took place at Jason's home on January 9th involving a family member who police said was not Lauren. Deputies are also called uh, on Jason over an alleged incident between Jason and Lauren. Um... In February, Boebert was granted a temporary restraining order against Jason after she accused him of threatening to harm her and entering the family's home without permission. This news comes as Boebert continues her 2024 bid to continue representing Colorado in Congress. However, she decided to change districts and is now vying for the chance to represent the 4th Congressional District instead of the 3rd Congressional District. Ah.
1: I think it might be time to hang up her political career. You know I think I mean?
0: that if your family is in that much disorder and chaos, you should not be in Congress. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just you need to get your home life taken care of and scored away. To me, this just reeks of trailer park nonsense. I
1: oh, know. She'll end up with the only fans. Think so?
0: Nah, no, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think know. So? Somebody said she was an escort prior. It's like, but they say that about everybody. That's a good looking woman in Congress. Like, oh, they were, they were, they were. But I mean, she's caught in the uh Beetlejuice that is true.
1: theater, that is true, you know, giving a handy, giving up yeah. and vaping. Yeah. And that, to a, to a is...
0: Democrat, no less. Ugh, I think that makes it even worse. It's not like you were giving a freaking a conservative a yeah, little tug jobs. Like, You've given it to the liberal dude. Like, what the hell? You know, yeah. it's, she, t- it's time to hang it up. Yeah. It's become a joke at this point, honestly. We don't need more of this. I expected this out of like someone like Marjorie Taylor Green, though, to be honest. But uh no, it was Lauren Boebert. Really? Yeah. She uh, seems can... the type. You think so? Yeah, they both seem the type. Unhinged? Yeah, absolutely. Karen's? Oh no. Yeah. Uh, and then I, um, it begins. A white powder spills out of envelope addressed to Judge Arthur and Goron, who presided over Trump's case. By the way, Trump has begun the appeals process for the, uh, the verdict given to him. Some people on Twitter, like all the Twitter lawyers, are just like, oh my God. There's, there's a few people I follow for legal um, things like that. Tim Parlator is one. I was texting him last night and some other people. And um, there was a lot of people who was like, Trump actually didn't appeal this yet, blah, blah, blah. You know, he filed, he, he began, he filed the, the uh, I forget what they phrased it was. It was a motion to appeal. It's like, that's not the actual appeal. It's like, that's how you begin the appeals process in New York. So apparently he has begun the appeals process and we'll see where it goes. So mo- many people are out there speculating that they're feeling like this, this verdict will stand, but I think they're going to, they're going to say that the, uh, the payout amount is going to be drastically reduced. Who knows? Who knows?
1: Did you see the one guy, uh, he was on shark tank called Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. When he's um, ball dude, yeah, he's, he's yeah. doing the interview saying that if you're going to charge him for doing this, then you have to charge every single real estate developer in the United States because everybody does the exact same thing. And yeah. the bank goes out and does their dude, like what everybody else says, who's ever bought a house yeah. or sold a house. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, so how could you not just throw the entire thing out? Because based Trump, on and that it's, alone. A, it's a
0: liberal lawyer that's looking for a freaking vengeance thing on this one. Um, well, then you have that crazy lazy lady uh, putting up the interest that he owes. Oh, yeah, Latita James. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. Yeah. It's trolling. It's just, I mean, Trump does the same thing, though. Trump does the same thing. That's what I'm saying. It's just kind of like, Suddenly the mean tweets gang don't like the mean tweets. It's like, is look, it? you're going to get it both. It is the same. It's trolling. Is that trolling? What I else would know. that be? It's unprofessional as hell. It clearly shows that, that this is very politically slanted. Absolutely. But it's still trolling. It's still mean tweets. A suspicious white powder supposedly spilled out of an envelope addressed to Justice Arthur Engoron at Manhattan Supreme Court on Wednesday morning. The substance was discovered around 9:30 when a New York State court officer opened the envelope and the powder spilled on their pants. Police told the Post, um, NYPD's emergency Services unit as well as the FDNY responded. The authorities explained, as of noon Wednesday, the building had not been evacuated and there was no report or no there was no reported injuries. They noted the substance was also still unidentified. Um, oh, by the way, off topic. Has anybody seen the new Dune? Anybody see? I saw the first one. Really good. Kind of slow, but the Dune series is pretty slow. It's a lot of these movies really slow, but very good though. But has anybody seen the second Dune? Because I think it just came out. I want to go see it. It sounds. It sounds like it's gonna be a good one. The judge who levied a three hundred fifty five million fine against former president Trump earlier this month was not exposed, but two people were isolated.
1: Wow. What are the odds that a Democrat sent this?
0: Mm, I don't know. Possible. Certainly not, within, uh, not not outside of the realm of possibility. I mean, because, you know, there's a lot of fake crimes out there in order to draw sympathy, to draw attention to certain things. I mean, people are setting themselves on fire for Palestine, who they themselves set people on fire for having a different religious belief. So it's kind of like, huh, irony. <laughs> irony. Irony. <laughs> Well, the
1: Democrats cool. have just been caught so many times, you yeah. know, doing that to themselves mm-hmm. and accusing yeah, other Jesse people. Small, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 doing the swastikas and the white supremacy. The, I mean, it just always seems to wait. Which one was the swastika? Uh, I don't know. They've, they've been on like on churches and stuff like that. You do you ever see that? No, I can't remember the exact. There were
0: Democrats that did it. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. You talking about like on uh, the uh, the they the video and yeah. they could see the people that go up and yeah. like. Uh, vandalize the church yeah I, well i'm sorry i was under the the you, you were talking about like democrats were doing it to fake hate crimes kind of like yeah. jesse small and then the uh bubble wallace moron and the uh the race cards it's like it's a noose for what ants right. <laughs> it's a thing like for your finger hey, somebody put a noose it's like it's not a noose it's a freaking people are stupid People are so stupid. They're looking. That's how. That's how you know Americans have it so good that we have minorities in America looking for reasons to be offended, looking for reasons of racism. Much meanwhile, like you have so much racism from blacks in America. It's freaking hilarious. How do I know this, folks? I'm glad you asked that, John. Uh, we're gonna skip over this one right here. This article comes to us from uh, the Daily Mail. West End play, put on by Kit Harington from Game of Thrones, the Jon Snow guy. Okay. West End Play tells white theatergoers they aren't welcome as it hosts all black audience nights at Kit Harrington Production to protect ticket holders from the white gaze. Okay, not gaze, like, hey, gaze is in, I'm looking at you, G A Z E, gaze. A controversial theater production about race, identity, and sexuality in 21st century America will put on two nights for black audiences to watch the play Free from the White Gaze. A uh, slave play starring Kit Harington, who is best known for his roles as Jon Snow in the HBO, blah, 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 is coming to Noel Coward Theater in London's West End. Blah, 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 blah. But on the evenings of 17 July and 17 September, the theater will be open to an all-black identifying audience. So it's not that you're just black, but if you identify as black, but who's going to do that? Because you can do that for women. You can do that for men. You can identify as the opposite sex, and that's perfectly acceptable. But if you identify as a different race, oh, specifically black, that's over the line. That's racist. How is this not in and of itself racist? Because folks, all we have to do is flip the script, an all-white audience, and then suddenly the blacks melt down over this. Suddenly you scream to the sky. Now, you know the benefits of an all-white audience? It's going to be really quiet. (laughs) Oh my god. You damn white people in your checks notes, white gay. Now it's a white gay. What the fuck is a white gaze? You know what a white gaze is? It's like white like fathers and mothers, they're looking at these blacks in these theaters, they're like, Oh, don't go by that don't girls like shut the fuck up. You are so goddamn loud. You are so loud and annoying. I'm sorry, was that racist? Oh, that that's right. It's only it's only okay when blacks do it towards whites, but if whites do it in return, suddenly it's it's over the line. It's ridiculous. Maybe we're getting sick and tired of the black gays. No, I mean the gay ones. They're weird. (laughs) Uh, In other circles, it would be illegal and racial discrimination. I don't understand why this isn't. Uh, But playwright Jeremy O'Harris told BBC Sounds he was so excited to put on nights in the West End where tickets were only sold to people who identified as black. He said it is a necessary or excuse me. It is a necessity to radically invite them to invite them in with initiatives that say you're invited, specifically you. Well, then wouldn't you call that pandering or black privilege based upon a race based upon a sexuality based upon something you're receiving attention privilege. Did they, did they charge these theater goers? The black
1: ones? I would imagine so. Hmm. What?
0: You got to make money. Well,
1: I so, mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if uh, they're going to go all in, you might as well.
0: Yeah. Either put up or shut up, yep. You give it to them for free, right? Slave Play, written by Jeremy O'Harris, was a huge hit when it debuted in or 2019, but it was also controversial with a petition to have it canceled. According to The Guardian, some argued the play surrounded three interracial couples attempting to reinvigorate, reinvigorate their relationships with role-playing, being on a plantation, made light of chattel slavery, and left at least one audience member offended and traumatized. You got to traumatize from a play? I can see being upset. I could see being happy. I could see a wide range of emotions. That's why you go to the theater. That's why you go to the movies, but traumatized. I mean, how do you, how do you get traumatized from a play about three interracial couples trying to reinvigorate their relationship? Okay. Despite the criticism, slave play received 12 Tony nominations. Uh, Yeah. By whom? Or who rather the same group of people that just you know, applaud this type of nonsense? All a bunch of liberals. It's they have their own like award shows. Like they're giving each other awards. We're like, dude, your stuff is trash. Your stuff is yeah. trash. I'm sorry, the stuff you've been producing in Hollywood for years now it's just trash. They're redoing everything. They're redoing Roadhouse. You see that with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. No, no. Sam Elliott and Patrick Swayze nailed it. You don't need to redo it. They're just out of ideas. They are. Hollywood's done. Hollywood is fresh out. There's nothing good anymore. And the movies that are actually are good. And you know, you know why this is though, right? Because of streaming services. Everything now has to be such a massive, massive production in order to make money. That's the problem. Remember we talked about this on the show. Matt Damon did a big thing about this. He talked about that, you know, back before it didn't cost billions and billions of dollars to do these movies. But now with streaming, it's like streaming is where you're making the majority of your money. So it's got to be something that just really captures an entire global audience. If it doesn't, it's going to fail. He said. But before, there was no streaming. You had to go to the movies. So you'd have this big rush of purchases from movie tickets, a big thing of money coming in from that. And then after that, you get another big one from the the Blu-ray, the DVD, the VHS. It's like now it's not like that. Now it's all streaming. So these small little indie movies and stuff, they're dying. They're not getting the recognition or attention they want or they need. So you're getting all this just regurgitated nonsense. It's ridiculous. I mean, Oppenheimer was good. I'll give you that. Oppenheimer was pretty good. Except for Logan Paul who said it was nothing but talking, so he walked out. Wow. Intellectuals in our society is just great. One of the things we have to remember is that people have to be racially, erratically invited into a space to know that they belong there. In most places in the West, poor people and black people have been told they don't belong inside the theater. Who told them that? Again, where is this? They they always go to this. They, 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 they have said this. They, it's the they's. Who are they? Who said black people aren't allowed in the theater or shouldn't be in the theater? I can think off the top of my head, amazing black actors, Denzel Washington, probably being one of the best amazing actor, Samuel L. Jackson, although he does tend to reprise the same type of role, yeah. usually involving something with motherfucking in it, but Pulp Fiction, great movie.
1: Well, it's a great movie.
0: A slow, Isaiah Washington, pretty good actor, pretty good acting, ER. He got canceled for his conservative beliefs. A lot of amazing black actors. But I love this, like, you know, it's it's very patronizing the way that liberals all over the world treat blacks and minorities. Oh, you poor thing here, Mr. Black man, we're talking to you, coming to the deal with because, you know, you've been so discriminated. Oh, my God, spare me this nonsense, this insanity. And you know what black people do? Oh, they take full advantage of it. And I don't blame them one bit. They take full advantage of it. Suddenly all the queens and stuff are going to come in there and putting their feet on the back of your rest and stuff. Like, oh, girl, preach, preach, girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. You got to love the hypocrisy with this. Just stupid hypocrisy. Or it could just be like, hey, guys, we're putting on a play. Everyone's welcome. (gasps) Well, does everyone include black people? Well, clearly it does. Now, folks, again, reverse this. If it was a whites only, suddenly it's racist. But why isn't it racist for black people? Again, there's that black privilege that we clearly see so much of. Halle Berry, she's another amazing actress. Yeah. You gotta love it. Vivica Fox, she's another one. Another one. Beautiful and very great actor. Amazing actress, actress, excuse me. Uh, for me, as someone who wants and yearns for Black and Brown people to be in the theater, what? Why is that? Why do you? Why do you have that yearning? Why? Why specifically them? <laughs> All Black theater? How they gonna hear the movie? <laughs> Jack with a one dollar donation. Thank you. For- <laughs> Uh we was Kangs. Yeah, that's what they get. We invented... I, Dude, I've seen such just dumb shit coming from black people on Facebook. Not all of them. I'm talking about, like, these groups that are talking about, like, the, the blacks and, like, were actually the real Egyptians. Like, you don't understand how slavery worked, did you? Or do you? These people are ignorant. Um... For me, someone who wants and yearns for black and brown people to be in the theater, who comes from a working class movement, who wants people who do not make six figures to feel like theater is a place for them, it is necessity to radically invite them in with initiatives that say you're invited, specifically you, asked if it didn't make him uncomfortable, that in turn it was telling white people they aren't allowed in the space. He responded, there are a litany of places in our country that are generally only inhabited by white people, and nobody is questioning that. Name one. What are you talking about? And nobody is saying that by inviting black audiences here, you are uninvited. Yes, you kind of are. You're making the implication. You're saying blacks only. The idea of blackout night is to say this is a night that we specifically inviting black people to fill up the space to feel safe with a lot of other black people in a place where they often do not feel safe. Oh, yes. Yes. Because when we walk down a black or dark alley and you see a white guy. Suddenly you clutch your purse. Absolutely. That's a stereotype, isn't it? Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. I'm sorry. It's not whites that are responsible for the you know, the primary amount of violence in this country. That's not the truth at all. I know that offends your, your feeble sensibilities, but I really don't care. I generally don't care. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you gotta love this. We're not saying that we're not inviting the whites. Well, you certainly didn't clarify that. You said that anybody that identifies as black.
1: Don't you think the whites that would go and see this
0: would... I don't know, what would enjoy it? Probably. Who knows? <laughs> White liberals, <laughs> like, and you know, and I love this. Like you don't have to make six figures to go to the play. You think it's like I, uh, we the country make,
1: boys lining yeah. up? They're like,
0: what do you mean we can't get in there? <laughs> I'm gonna watch them darkies make that play. What you talking about? A honky ass gonna go in there? What? You, this is stupid. This is so stupid. It's much to do about nothing. But again, there's a reason they do this, folks, and you know what that reason is? It's because it gets headlines, publicity. Yeah. It gets publicity. They don't give a damn. You know, this is another perfect example. If you take one thing away from this today, folks, take this, okay? These people understand and know that publicity, be it good or bad, is still publicity. But what better way than to make a splash in the cultural world, much less the theater, than to go out there and and, and supposedly support a group of discriminated individuals in such a manner that says, hey, look at us. We're progressive. We don't discriminate. We want black people to come into an area where they're they're not normally encouraged. Well, who's discouraging it? I see lots. Of, I mean, I've been to Broadway in New York multiple times. I go to the, the theater here in Dallas. Tons of black people with your white gaze with the white gaze. I'm just sitting there just gazing at all my whiteness like,, mm, I wonder what your credit mm. score is. <laughs> I wouldn't you even know who your father is. <laughs> now white gaze is a thing. Good Lord. Because, I mean, let's just be honest. There's a lot of that, right, in the theater. When you go to the theater, you're sitting there looking around at audiences, you know, race. That's, that's the first thing I do. It's like, mm, how many black people are in here? <laughs>
1: Had they not
0: said they wouldn't allow white people into the theater, would, is it something that you would go see? Probably not, no. Yeah. No. No, it doesn't, doesn't ring a bell with me. Anything that they want to harp on that involves slavery, it's usually in this idea of blaming white people even in today's society, it's kind of like how you look at the, you know, the commie uh, Roman candle douchebag, air force piece of shit anarchist. that's probably burning in hell right now. And I'd be applauding that too. It's kind of, you look at somebody like him and says, I'm not going to be implicit in genocide in Palestine. It's like, but you're not actively doing anything about it. So I don't know how you're actively participating in that. It's the same thing that they try and tie into white people in today's day and age when they do anything about slavery. It's like, you were implicit in this. It's like, actually, no, I've never owned a slave. Never happened. Never supported it. Never advocated for it. So I'm not sure what you're trying to blame me for. But I did have some ancestors that fought to free your sorry asses. I'll tell you that right now. Where's my reparations, bitch? That's right. You don't get it. Look, this is the problem here. There is going to be a massive race war in this country if this type of nonsense continues. And this is coming from the hands of white liberals. This is coming from white liberals. You got to love it. And some black liberals too. Let's not even, you know, they definitely deserve their fair share of, blame and bullying and harassment which they deserve this is just ridiculous a blackout night alright then let's do a whiteout night let's see how, how well you blacks love that let's see if you uh, you appreciate that right because I mean the same rules can be applied we just want to go someplace where we're going to feel safe oh <gasps> oh my god John that's racist well I literally just said the same thing for black people and if that was not your initial reaction well, then I got news for you you're racially biased therefore you're racist hmm I don't care if that offends people. I generally do not care.
1: it just seems like white liberals would be the ones who would really want to go see this, and they're excluding those people. Yeah, yeah, from watching it. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. Just, it's I mean, so,
0: that's what I'm talking about. We've got it so it's good not as Americans, like and we've conservatives got, are going to line up to be like, "Oh, slave yeah. play."
1: Well, let me go check that out.
0: Uh, let's line up and get tickets for this because somehow you know it's going to be our fault. You know, if you don't walk out of that theater feeling guilty about slavery, did you? Did you really? I mean... You're probably in favor of it. You're probably in favor of it. If you didn't feel personally guilty, you should go out there and give each black person on the street $10 and say, I'm sorry for slavery. It's ridiculous. Good for them. Yeah, just the dumbest thing ever. (laughs) Just so stupid. You know, you must have it good in London, though, if this is the biggest thing you're concerned about, so... Next in the news, Michigan primaries have happened and uh, Trump dominates. I think he got like 70% and Nikki Haley is like 25%. And I'm rounding up and down in that case. He even, he further widened the gap. Nikki Haley staying in the race. Um, The two names now that Trump is floating for VP, Tim Scott, Kristi Noem, Vivek Ramaswamy. Those are the three names he's now listed. So we'll Uh, see. I'm going to guess it's going to be Kristi Noem. I think so too. And if I was him, that would be a smart pick. I'm still not voting for the douchebag. But if I was going to pick a running make, it has to be Christy. Christy's got the track record. Um, Vivek does not. Vivek is an unknown. This guy's worthless. I'm sorry. Vivek is a clown show. This guy says all the things you want to hear. He's got no voting record. The guy said he's never even voted. He's so a
1: <clears throat> carnival barker.
0: There right? you go. Yep. He's a carnival barker. That's what he does. He's good at it, though. Oh, he's very good. Absolutely, I think you make a very good press secretary. I think so too. I think you make a very good press secretary. Uh, but Nulty, uh, more than one hundred thousand voters chose uncommitted over Joe Biden in Michigan Democrat primary. Now, this is coming to this is coming from Breitbart. Now, Breitbart are the Trump cultist supporters. We've known this for a very long time. Everything on this page is positive Trump. There's nothing negative about Trump on these on this news outlet, and therefore that tells me you are clearly biased. You can do both. You can do both. You know those pictures of these women in military uniforms, and then suddenly they look really slutty, and they say, "Oh, we can do both." It's like, what? Well, you can be military and be a slut. Good for you. That's a thing. That's totally a thing. Oh, you gotta love this. These women—they're in like uniform. And they're, they're so empowered. They're so empowered. It's like one of the pictures of them like in uniform, looking all sultry and stuff, and then them out of uniform, looking like with makeup and looking all sexy and stuff. We can do both. Nobody said you couldn't, ho. All right. Nobody cares. Good for you. You're so empowered. Actually, you're really not. We're just tired of hearing you whine. It's the biggest thing. 100,000 voters. I'm on one today. I'm on one. I just don't like people today. No, I'm just kidding. I like you. I like If you're listening to this, I like you. Except you that's listening to this. Fuck you. <laughs> More than 100,000 voters. chose uncommitted over Joe Biden, in Michigan Democrat primary. His fraudulency, Joe Biden faced humiliation in Tuesday night's Michigan primary. I'm going to tell you this right now, Breitbart. There's an old saying from uh, Um, He was the first hermaphrodite, and he said um, something to the effect that don't don't count your chickens. And I totally made all that up, but there is the saying of don't count your chickens before they hatch. So you're gonna say you're his fraudulency. You're gonna keep running these headlines, trying to spoof this and make very light. It's go like, oh, Biden's losing support. Okay, treat it like that and see what happens. Treat it like that and see what happens downplay Joe Biden against Trump and see what happens. You're good. At, I'm telling you, you people just don't learn. You should treat this like a, a viable threat, but instead it's, ah, uh, okay. He's not running against Joe
1: Biden. He's running against the Democrats. Right? Yeah, of course you're always, so running that. but even I mean, still, though, Joe Biden can't string together a couple sentences, of course. So yeah. But
0: yeah, it's not about who he's running this. against. It's about the fact of like, it's yeah. the voter turnout folks. I looked, I go back to my initial thing. I'm not saying I I don't know where I stand on the 2020 election being rigged or not. What I will say, though, though, what I will say, though, is that Democrats turned out to vote. Do not underestimate them. Do not downplay this. Do not downplay their hatred for Donald Trump. But I, I feel like when articles get written like this by Breitbart, it's like, dude, you're not doing yourself any favors. You're really not. With 95% of the vote counted, Biden won the primary with 618,000 votes, which only adds up to 81.1% of the total vote. Uh, Terrible showing for an incumbent. Okay, now it sounds serious, but how many people didn't even show up to vote? He's the incumbent. He's got it. How many people haven't shown up to some of these primaries where Trump is leading from other states? Because like, what's the point in voting? He's going to dominate. A lot of people feel that way, hence why they do a lot of these polls and suppression polls. Now I'm not sitting there simping for Joe Biden, but what I am saying though is do not underestimate your enemy, and do not use these numbers and these turnout numbers to say, well, "Look, he's, he's not a lot of people going to come out and support him, so let's get lazy." You got to be careful with this messaging. It's it's yeah, they, those 100,000 uncommitted votes add up to 16 percent of Biden's total vote. In the upcoming presidential election, Biden cannot win this crucial swing state if 16%, even 10% of Democrats stay home. By comparison, only 33,000 Republicans voted uncommitted. That's only around 4% of Donald Trump's total vote of 756,000. Now, in a lot of the five states that flipped those initial swing states of 2020, they were close. They were very close. We're not talking by like 10, 5%. We're talking about like, was it like 10,000 votes, some cases 6,000 votes. Yeah very close so i'm just gonna sit there just enough just enough
1: just enough mail-in ballots came in Mm -hmm. and they're gonna do it again they're gonna do it it's like that goofy (laughs) mean i'll do
0: it again they're gonna do it again
1: that's why i mean trump voters have to turn out
0: in mass they're gonna have to just
1: like 2016 where they didn't account for people who've never voted for before it's got to be the same thing Yep.
0: In 2020, Biden allegedly beat Trump in Michigan by a mere 154,000 out of more than 5 million votes. Something else that should concern Democrats is that with 95% of the vote counted, former President Trump snatched 756,000 total votes in Michigan, Republican primary, which tops Biden's vote total by 140,000 raw votes. Now, also, you got to remember, though, people are turning out to vote for Trump. They do not want Joe Biden. A lot of Democrats are staying home right now because Biden's the incumbent and they're waiting for the general. So... I get while while the optics of this look good for Trump, I'm all I'm saying is do not underestimate the left. Do not underestimate the Democrats that are sitting at home that did not turn out to the polls for this. They're going to vote in the general. That's all I'm saying. I think when they keep pushing the pushing these messages, it's a message of complacency. I think that people should still be encouraging like, go vote if you if you know if you don't don't sit home on this. but again, Biden's the incumbent. And also Biden's doing, been doing a horrible job. So I think you're going to see some people switch over. But you said prior to this, though, I think JFK is going to pick up a lot of steam. Yeah. So I think he's, he's
1: going to be pulling votes from Biden. He's going to be getting on the ballot. I think he's he's on the ballot in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Utah. Where else? He, he's starting to show up in some of these. Uh, I think he's going to give Biden
0: He's going to a, siphon a off a headache. lot of votes from the Democrats. Now, he's also siphoning off some votes from Trump. Um I've seen a few DeSantis supporters that said that, you know, being DeSantis is out they're gonna go to, to J F K or R F K, excuse me. I I'm not I, I don't see it. He's a gun grabber. I, I just I understand that you don't want to, vote. I mean, I don't know where I stand right now as far as who I'm going to vote for, but I'll tell you this right now. RFK is not a conservative. He is not even close to being a conservative. People can sit there and, and say all these things about him. He just, He's wonderful for COVID accountability. I'll give him that. Absolutely. He's horrible for the second amendment. He's you, most horrible people for are climate right change. Now. Most
1: people are like anti-COVID. Style, Democrats all that shit that-
0: aren't. Democrats aren't. And that's the other thing is like Trump, Trump hasn't said anything about COVID accountability. Yeah, I, I wouldn't that's, either. Uh, he's not I, going
1: to. No, I wouldn't I, either. If I were him, I would just keep moving forward. Not no. even talk about it and focus on the future.
0: Now, imagine if Trump had actually shifted his position and said, like, okay, it's time for some COVID accountability. It's like, okay, you're gonna have to clean off a lot of egg on your face.
1: You know, the first place the, I would start is in China.
0: Oh, fuck yeah, absolutely. That's yep. where it all
1: originated yep. from. So, well, so we blame, also, but we also funded it. So, sole blame goes on China,
0: but well, we they, funded you
1: know, it. Well. The, the accountability needs to be there for Fauci, too, and the people who
0: funded that uh, research there in Wuhan. Trump ain't going to do that. Trump ain't going to do we'll that. See. He's tied into it. That's what I'm saying, man. He's He's got skin in that game. And if he does it, he has to admit he's wrong, and he's never going to do that. He will never. Yeah, uh, I think China needs to be held accountable. China needs to pay out the entire freaking world. Yeah. Something else that should concern Democrats. Uh, hold on. Uh, wait, today's results also reflects the results in 2024 general election polling and the rear clear politics, average poll of Michigan polls. Trump leads Hunter's dad, <laughs> Hunter's dad. <laughs> Did John Nolte write this? These guys are funny. They are pretty funny. I'll give them that. But it's like sometime the messaging is like, man, you. Yep. John Nolte wrote it. <laughs> Hunter's dad. <laughs> Hunter's dad. Uh, by Okay. And the rear clear, the, the average poll of Michigan polls, Trump leads Hunter's dad by 5.1 points. to 42%. Trump has led in the last eight Michigan polls. Biden has not led in a Michigan poll since October. For more context, get a load of this. Not once during the 2020 race did Trump top Biden in the real real clear Michigan polling. In fact, Trump never got got closer than around three points. Now he's up five and an eight-point swing. Last time an incumbent Democrat president was on the Michigan primary ballot was Barry Obama in 2012. Back then, only 20,000 voted uncommitted. Overall, only 194,000 Democrats voted in that primary. Now, again, folks, I'm trying to warn people. Nobody pulls votes like Donald Trump, but nobody incentivized the opposition to come out and vote like Donald Trump. I'm just saying, do not get lackadaisical on this. As Breitbart News reported, there was an organization campaign among Michigan Democrats to humiliate Biden by juicing the uncommitted vote. There was also an organized effort in the Biden campaign to kill this uncommitted crusade. That's what I'm saying. It's just kind of like Nikki Haley. when, When the votes came out of South Carolina, when the votes have came out of New Hampshire, Nikki Haley has got a lot of Democrat votes that, again, they're doing same day primary, which I'm sorry, I do not agree with that. I think that needs to go away that you can switch and vote in somebody else's primaries, I don't agree with that. I genuinely don't. It's like, you yeah. got to pick one primary to vote in. Like, I, I don't like that idea. But either way, um, Democrats are going out there and they're voting for people like Nikki Haley. So I think these numbers are very skewed. They're saying like, you know, for example, they say Michigan. Trump got 70%, Nikki Haley got 25%. How many of Nikki Haley's percentile were Democrat voters? So what I'm trying to say here is that I don't think Nikki Haley is doing nearly as good as she claims she is, which is still not very good. These numbers are inflated. So I think Trump probably actually got more of the conservative vote because you got Democrats voting for Nikki. But when you look at these figures, it's like all encompassing. These are all Republicans that are voting. It's like, mm, that's not true. They got a lot of liberals voting in this. Why would a liberal vote for Donald Trump? They're not going to. Not in those primaries. They're going to vote for Nikki because they want to give opposition. They want. They want to see Trump lose. So Nikki's numbers... Of that voter base percentage, I wonder how many of them are actually conservatives, actual conservatives. I'm very curious on that one. So if they're going to do that for Nikki Haley, don't think for a second they wouldn't do the same thing to Joe Biden or Donald Trump. There's a lot that goes into this. It's not like just black and white. There's there's a lot that goes into this. So. Do you think
1: Biden makes it through to November?
0: Yeah, yeah. You think so? I think I I did not think so at first, but I think now. I mean, Josh, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's it's tough to call. It's, yeah, we're, we're, you know, we can make all these um, various different predictions, but none of us truly know. We don't know if it's going to be Michelle Obama. I'm seeing more articles saying she might be considering it now. It's like, dude, I don't know. We got a one dollar from East Coast Toasty Boys. It says, "Holy shit! Rumble has super chats for the Android app now." Now with that out of the way, CuckTube, you queers are a bunch of you know, get your trans surgery so you can fuck yourselves. Jesus! All right, this <laughs> is like going hard in there. Guy gets it. Uh, thank you so much for the donuts, man. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, don't forget to become a subscriber on Rumble. You should. Thank you so much. You guys get um, you guys get preference in in um, <laughs> in comment reading. Jeez. <laughs> Oh my God. All right. We're going to open up the phone lines and take some of your calls again today. We've been having a lot of requests when it's a slow news day. We're going to, we're going to open the phones and uh, listen to some of you and what you have to say on some of these topics. The number you can call in at is 214-817-1689. Again, the number is 214-817-1689. You can call in and weigh in with what your, what your thoughts are on any of the topics that we've covered, topics we covered yesterday. You want to call and debate me? Phone lines are open. We don't even have pre-screening. Come on and call in. We're waiting on you. I want you. I'm to hear from you. Yellow, man, that was a good segue. That like just hey, boys, how you doing? What's going on,
2: man? Uh, not too much. I love what you're doing, John. Uh, could I throw a couple of show show suggestions for you? Yeah, I don't absolutely. want to tell you how to run the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, what you got? Ideas. Yeah, hang, right, up on them. hang up on him. Hang on now. Uh, no, I'm, kidding, so- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. go ahead, dude. You, you know got? what? <laughs> wow. Uh, Thank you. Anyway, so, um, uh, you were talking before about how, um, you're going to do an episode called, um, what is a true conservative or something around those lines. But mm, anyway, yeah. I was wondering, cause you guys are always covering current events all the time and you know, it's real. I mean, I, I have zero faith in the Republican party that yeah. they are your friend or that they're your buddies. They are, um, I mean, they, they've historically been the party of war and, you know, it's maybe uh, more Republicans have changed to be less pro-war, but... Um, I think we are, yeah. I think, of, I think we're there, seeing anyways, a shift, yeah. I think it'd be cool... Uh, but, anyways, I think it'd be cool if you guys discussed more, like, ideas as far as, like, you know, uh, refuting arguments as far as, like, um, I don't know, like, you could react to, like, David Pakman videos or Robert Reich videos. I know both of those guys are freaking nerds, but, like, <laughs> just, like, you know, like, talking about... I mean, they are. You know, <laughs> no, you're, not. you're not
0: wrong. But the thing is, though, like to debunk their arguments, their arguments are all kind of universally the same. So it's like if you debunk one that one of these fruitcakes is saying, you've kind of debunked them all. Yeah. It, it's it's like the, these political theories they put out there of like, say, just like socialism. It's like, look, how many times do we have to debunk this to where it's like, look, we, we kind of already know the arguments to be made. It's like when somebody will leave a comment in regards to. Um, any kind of political topic, let's just say Palestine or Israel, and they, they talk about something about free Palestine's. Like I already know what your arguments are gonna be. I just don't have the energy anymore to argue with these morons because like you're not gonna change their minds. Yeah. But I, I see what you're saying though, as far as like what is a concern. Could you talk about
2: Yeah, go ahead. Could you talk about like arguments more though? Could you talk about arguments more and talking about like, you know, ideas and um what was I going to say like if you could I don't know have more debate to something or um, yeah I don't know I thought that was a big idea that's why okay. I invite people I, I, I call in to call cool, into debate but absolutely I'm not, I'm not and I'm not trying to tell you how to run your show I just I mean you kind of are you, yeah. you kind of are you're like you should do this but I'm not telling well, you how to run your well, show me, John, but you kind of are <laughs> we got a lot ours. of beautiful it's people <laughs> but, um,
0: oh,
2: yeah. and then, uh, <laughs> we got a lot of guys we
0: got a lot of guys no, this no, but uh, good. And then, you're you, good.
2: That's actually very good. Well, thanks. Yeah, no. well, don't tell me how to do my job. Now it sounds Anyways, like RFK um, mixed with but, Trump. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was Trump or RFK. Could you? Uh, and then could you also please not shorten your show length? Because I saw a lot of people in the comments talking about, um, yeah, please don't shorten the show. Because like you know, Spotify <laughs> can suck it. Because like I know you're talking about you're looking at the analytics and uh, people are tuning out, but uh-huh. I mean, I guess that's their loss, right?
0: Well, when we're seeing more people staying tuned in for longer, we just do hour long episodes versus if we do an hour and a half, more people are tuning out because it is rather long. So that's what she said. Sure. So I mean, I, I get both sides of this. I'm just, yeah, we're playing around. That's part of uh, kind of growing the show, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't right. see what the analytics say. But, uh, I mean, I would like to you're see right. the show extend up to like three hours, but that means we got to have a, a producer in house. We have to have a lot of stuff. So until <laughs> people start forking it up over on Rumble, it's like, yeah, we're kind of, you're getting what we got. It's like we're just going over stuff. Because if you look at like the Rubin Report and these other things, these are very well produced shows. There's a lot of money that goes into that. We don't spend anything. <laughs> we're just sitting here. Show up, turn we, the lights we on. We just show up, turn the lights on, boot the computer up, whip the hamster that's on the wheel inside the computer to start running. And here we are. So, yeah. But uh, well, I, I not you know. Well, if you guys man.
2: could make out more. If you guys could make out more, that would certainly spice it up a little more. And then okay. I think you okay. would so thank,
0: thank you for your call. <laughs> Appreciate it. It got weird. It got okay. weird. <laughs> I've I've got the phones open for debate. I've always told people in the comments that trolls like call in. I welcome it. I welcome it. Uh, you know, we, when have we ever hung up on somebody that wanted debate? We've never done that. Just so, when they ask us to make out. Absolutely. Then we hang up on them because that's just gay as AIDS. That ain't going to happen. We do that after the cameras are off. That's what you can get over on Locals if you support us there. Me Let's and Josh making out. you find out. us on OnlyFans. Uh- <laughs> Perverts. 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 Uh, do two shows back to back. I don't even get paid to do this. Yellow. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? You're really muffled.
2: Hey, uh, yeah. Yes. Sorry, uh, I'll come off speaker here. There we you go. know, going back to the uh, Biden and Trump uh, thing in 2020, um, yeah. you know, I think they may have installed Biden, you know, to maybe de-escalate the 2020 BLM riots. I mean, the uh, the insurance companies didn't like that. You know how much stuff got burnt down? Yeah. What do so, you think?
0: Uh, wait, so, you, so you're saying they installed Biden because of the BLM burnings? Because the insurance companies were losing well, so much money. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, that was Trump. The BLM burnings were under Trump, not Biden. No, I know. So Yeah,
2: uh, I know. But then they, they put in Biden to, just to kind of get rid of Trump because he was so inflammatory, even though I'm pro-Trump. Uh, it's just how I kind of look at it.
0: Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. The way you, you phrased that, I was like, it doesn't make sense. So, um. I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this, Josh? It's a great conspiracy. <laughs> oh, God. I love now it. Now he's all over it. I love it. <laughs> Throw in a moon landing and you got Josh all over this bad boy. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know, man. You we know, know. It's, there's so much that you can't even answer on this because people talk about the rigged election and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, look, I want to believe it, but I have to go where the facts are. And unfortunately, I'm not seeing anything. I, I see I see sprinkled in things of voter fraud and things like this. Like, Yeah, that's, that's actually true. I do believe that. I was like, but I also have to, I have to take this positioning of like, look, Trump, as you just said, is very inflammatory. He was, and it's not that I agree or disagree with it. I'm just stating a fact that I think we can all come to a consensus on by saying he is, he, he, he gets, he makes headlines. He gets news out there. He, you know, he, this guy is a very polarizing figure with a very strong gravitational pull. Things go towards him to include reporters and everything else like that. But with that also being said, he also motivates the the, uh, opposing political side to turn out and vote. So it's like, I see 2024 going and I hope it doesn't. And I'm not voting for the guy, but I also don't want Joe Biden to win, but I'm voting based on principle here, which is just far outlandish to some people out there. I get this. But either way, when you look at what he incentivizes people to do, I feel like in 2024, people should not have that position. I feel like Republicans should not be staying home. Don't sit there and think, well, Joe Biden's approval ratings are in the in the sink or in the in the dumps right now. Trump's going to take this by a landslide. We said the same thing for 2020. We said the same thing for 2022 midterms. Didn't happen. The red tsunami was nothing more than a red puddle. So it's like I feel like conservatives are walking right back yeah. into a trap trap again by saying, well, you know, the polls show us in favor. You know, the, 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 all these Democrats are saying we're not in favor and. Then and then suddenly, 2024, Biden's pulling it off again. Now, the crazy part about it is, in the five swing states yeah. that Trump lost, it was not by much. It was not by much. But I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here asking, like, what has he done to win those states back? Though that's the question.
2: Well, you know, I think one thing he can do in 2020. I think he could get in again. He's just got if he changes his rhetoric and comes off as a little little softer, you know, schmoozes the other side of people, right? It's I too late. I think do fine. I
0: think it's too late at this you point. Think? Yeah, okay. because that's not like Trump. Trump's not going to, he's not going to change his course. Uh, it's just not in his, his, uh, <laughs> it's not his character. And I think he'd actually lose a lot of respect if he did, quite honestly. Trump's kind of like, that's what made True, him so popular. Yeah. He gave the proverbial middle finger to the left and it resonated with so many of us. It's like, yes, we all wanted to say that. And he's saying it on the, the international stage, if you will. And then, you know, that's just Trump being Trump. But Trump also has that leadership flaw of when he's wrong, he will not admit he's wrong. And he's going to double down on it and say, "Yeah." yeah, he triples down. Yeah, he goes. like, I, I wasn't wrong. It's kind of like, did you see that skit on SNL about that comedian that got fired from it Jay before? Gillis. But he did a Trump thing, yeah, dude, and it was hilarious. freaking hilarious. The shoes, the, the oh, shoes.
2: Yeah, yeah, and he's, he's like, so he funny. misses
0: the basket, and they're playing basketball. He's like, we lost. Like, actually, I didn't win. The ball went in. And it's like, it did? It's like, yes, it did. So it's like, it's not that the shoes make you better. It's just that we deny reality. So that's what Trump does sometimes, and it's catching up with him. So I don't know, man. I don't know. But I, yeah. I don't think they installed Biden. I think you Biden just,
2: yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah. Anyways, uh Millie, you guys take care. I appreciate the call,
0: brother. I got a two dollar shout out from Mr. McGruber over on uh Rumble. Says, John, what do you think about everyone pearl clutching over Kid Rock saying Israel should annihilate Palestine on the Rogan show? Um, well, I'm in firm agreement with him. I think I think they should bulldoze it. Get rid of them. Say you're out of here. Go find a different homeland. You're not welcome here anymore. They're just gonna come back. Now, Kid Rock, of all people, I really don't care about. That guy's a shill. That guy will change his tune. Sits there and like he's he says his Bud Light thing with the machine gun was just him throwing a tantrum. It's like, then why should I ever trust you again? I'm sorry. Kid Rock is another paid Trump shill. Dana White got him. They introduced him to the anheuser Busch CEO at that, that UFC event. He even talked about it. Is it
1: strange that Dana White is hanging out with like Mark Zuckerberg? He's it's all money, baby. Bud Light is come on as a, a big sponsor for him it's
2: it's do, two sides do you think of the that's same a, corrupt coin
1: a step in the right direction if you are those companies to try to uh, no rebrand yourself
0: no it's too late to rebrand what they should have done honestly dude is just give an apology say it's kind of like that monty python skit is like the people that were responsible for this have been sacked and it's like do that it's like look we've gotten rid of it new management even if it's not just say it is you know you don't have to go through the whole shebang but either way they, they do, they did this thing that a lot of people do like Tim Kennedy and the rest of them when they get like fried for their anti two A takes, they don't apologize. They just give you some kind of like BS rationalization as to why they think that way and then proceed to act as if nothing
2: ever happened.
0: Yeah. The boycott remains. Fuck Bud Light. I'm sorry. I don't care. I, mean, I wasn't drinking it anyway. Yeah. Same. It's like I haven't been boycotted because I haven't been drinking the crap. It's a piss beer. It really is. Yeah. And they sit there. They, they demonize their own consumer base. I know. Oh, it's just like okay, fine, fair enough. You think liberals drink Bud Light? Eh, not so much. They drink the Michelob Ultra shit. But taking your calls, more of your calls today, folks. Feel free to call into the number. And yeah, Kid uh, Kid Rock, Dana, they're all money grubbing tools. They're all losers. I mean, I'm sorry, they have no principles whatsoever. But that's to be expected, though. Money is where money is the root of all evil, and the pursuit of uh, getting all the money is the root of all evil,
2: if you will. Yellow. <laughs> What is up, guys? This is Andy Priscilla. I just wanted to tell you, John, real quick to have me back on the show. You don't even sound like Andy. I don't know what you're talking about. John, you could do 75 hard and lose a couple of pounds because your candy ass could use it. Bro, That's not even. that doesn't even
0: sound like Andy. Andy's more like, look, motherfuckers. This is the truth here, man. Like, it's not. I didn't even sound like him either. That's that's a horrible, horrible impersonation of Andy. <laughs> That was a good move, hanging up. <laughs> that was a good move. We about yeah, to yeah, end it, bro. That was a good that solid move That was not there. a good impersonation of Andy. I do need to get Andy back on the show. And I love debating Andy. Like, I have more fun debating him on phone calls than I do telephone or shows, actual shows. Like, I, me and him, we get into it. I fucking love just bitch slapping that dude. Because <laughs> Andy can take it and he gives it back. So... We were we were arguing one time. He was like, motherfucker, I put asses in seats. Like, Andy, I'll give a goddamn how many how many seats you put in asses and all that. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't make you right. It just means that you attract people. It's like, so did Hitler. Does that make it good or bad? It doesn't matter. I love Andy though. He's like he's like he's like a brother. I always wanted to like beat the shit. Hitler out of Hitler <laughs> did know how to rally a crowd. He didn't know how to rally. He what burned I mean? some books. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now people are like, oh my God, John Burke compared Andy Priscilla to Hitler. It's like, well, they do have the stash. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hitler didn't work out. <laughs> Uh, and you know, I, I love him so much because he told me, I think I'm like the only dude he's ever reached out and said, you have a permanent invite to come on the show whenever the fuck you want. Because he said he was going to shut it down until the end of the year. He didn't want to do any more guests, but he's like, bro, anytime you want to come on the show, come on the show. I was like, yeah, that means me flying out to St. Louis and it's just such a pain in the ass. yeah I don't know. I love Andy, though. I love his shit. He's a good dude. Yellow! Yeah,
2: he's got a John, bro. This is bad. This is bad. Okay. Wasn't my best. No, nah, that was okay, horrible. <laughs> oh my God. Can
0: we block that number? Whoever that is, just block it. Ugh. Hobo, you see what you've done. You see what you've created on the show. Now we have one hobo chili and suddenly everybody wants to be hobo. You're not a hobo. There's only one hobo. We should send him some free shit. Like hobo is like the the comic comedic relief of impersonations. Hobo do you like heroin? <laughs> uh well, look at this folks. When you're when you're um when your idols become your rivals, I guess. I don't know if you call that this or I don't know. Monica Lewinsky is the new face of the latest fashion brand Reformation campaign. Okay, she actually doesn't look bad. You know how old she is? Uh, she's got to be mid-50s. She's 50s. Yeah. yeah. She looks good. She, I, I see why Bill wanted to diddle her. Well, she was fat back then, though. We got a call? Well. You see, folks, this is why we need a producer. This is why I get to subscribe over on Rumble. <laughs> Uh, Monica Lewinsky is the face of a new workwear line and voter registration drive launched this week, but a voter registration. <laughs> oh my God. Team her up with lower and Bober, like one will blow you in a the theater and one will give you a tug job. Right. Yellow. Oh, you were so fired. You are so fired from this. I don't you're know there, what you're doing right? anymore. Yellow. You're just pushing buttons. You're just pushing buttons over there. <laughs> <It's> Andrew, <Nicole. laughs> uh, The dual campaign dubbed You've Got the Power features Lewinsky in an array of Reformation business attire on a landing page encouraging people to vote in November 15th general election, reminding them that they must be registered at least 15 days prior. This is a woman that let Bill Clinton stick a cigar inside of her vagina in the Oval Office. Okay, you know, um, I, 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 I don't get that. I, I don't get that. Why would you ever want a woman to put a cigar inside of her vagina? Is that a I, thing? I don't know. Remember the blue dress? Remember the blue dress, the spooge dress? Yeah.
1: It, it's hard to fault her that much because she was 22. She was an intern, so <laughs> president of the United States. She still did the blowing. She did it. She did do it. <laughs> Doesn't
0: look good. I mean, I don't blame him. Have you seen what he's married to? I mean, that's yeah. his fault, though. That you married her.
1: I'll tell you, I forget what this guy's name is. a <laughs> Secret Service agent, Who was a, he was a Secret Service agent for the Clintons. Mm. And he came out with a book right before the 2016 election. And he was talking about how Clinton would have women just going in and out of there. And they would have like all these uh, hand towels, with, like lipstick on them. Mm-hmm. And, you know,
0: from him wiping himself off oh after God. these ladies would leave his office. So I don't doubt it. I do not doubt it, but how how do you keep something like that hush hush? You can't. Uh, these guys don't say anything until that dude, they dude. get out of the Secret Service. Yeah. I, be, I bet um, I bet there's a lot of stories those Secret Service dudes to tell. I bet I bet Monica's been empowering women to use their voices. Oh, that's not all she's been empowering them to, use. <laughs> and feel powerful for a long time. Reformation said, I mean, she's <laughs> gonna have to relax their jaws. <laughs> Loosen the throat. Loosen the throat. Don't gag. Breathe through your nose. (laughs) I haven't heard of one single woman saying they felt empowered by Monica Lewinsky. Not one single woman in the history of since she blew Bill in the Oval Office. I have not heard that whatsoever. Where did this come from? I feel empowered. Now I'm going to suck dick like Monica. What? What? Uh, What happened to the number on the screen? What are you talking about? That's, that's this one right here. Lewinsky 50 became a household name in the U.S. more than 25 years ago when it emerged that she and then-President Bill Clinton had an affair while she was an intern at the White House over the past several years. She has made headlines as an anti-bullying advocate. You know what I love about the hypocrisy of this? You go in there and you blow the president, knowing he's married... You do the wrong, then he's equally as guilty. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But then you sit there and come out as like, well, I'm an anti-bullying advocate. It's like, but you deserve it. Like you made a stupid error in judgment and now you feel like what? You should get no repercussions from society? That's not the way it works. Have you ever heard? Do you know what social media is about? That's that's hilarious to me. Folks, if your daughters feel empowered by the likes of Monica Lewinsky, you should do better at parenting. Like you really should. Uh, voting and using our voice to be heard is uh is what's most defining. Oh, I'm I'm sure it is, Monica. It's with you, it's all around the voice box and the mouth. It seems to be like a reoccurring thing here. Everything's with your mouth. So, yeah. Um, that's all I have to read on that argument. <laughs> that's literally it. I thought that was just like hilarious to me to read that. And it's like Monica Lewinsky's empowering who, per se? Like sincerely. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't I don't get that. I don't get would be like, that'd be like dudes walking around. I was like, I'm empowered by Anthony Weiner. It's like, what? Huh? <laughs> That's your hero. That's your role model. That's interesting. Okay, fair enough. Let me know how that works out. <laughs> Welp. Ronna McDaniel has officially said she's done. She's stepping down. Spurring Laura Trump officially announced, announces her bid for RNC co-chair as Trump tightens grip on GOP. Uh, Donald Trump's daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, officially kicked off her campaign to be a Republican National Committee co-chair on Tuesday, the latest step in the former president's takeover of the RNC. Called it. Laura Trump wrote a letter to the 168 members of the RNC saying, she was proud to have the endorsement of my father-in-law and 45th President Donald J. Trump for this position and understand the fundamental importance of this role. She's also said that the GOP will pay for Donald Trump's legal bills. So folks, I'm telling you right now, if she takes co-chair, if she gets in there, I mean, you shouldn't even be donating to the RNC anyway. Yeah. I think after 2020, I think after 2022, you've seen firsthand how ineffective, how pathetic the leadership in the GOP is, specifically the RNC. Funding races in Alaska, where it was two Republicans running against each other. that like Seriously. You're, you're funding just because you wanted your boy in there. Meanwhile, you've got other more important races that we're trying to flip seats on. It's just insane. And then apparently Mitch McConnell comes out and said in November he's stepping down. Why November? Just step down. Because it's after the elections. Well, during the elections. Now, here's the thing. Um, I'm happy to hear it. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. It's like, But now it just kind of, again, it goes back to the evil you know. I don't think it can get much worse. I really don't. McConnell's a rhino. This guy's a piece of crap. And most most of these Republicans are yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. So him stepping down is interesting. But again, I'm not getting my hopes up because I want to see who replaces him. Well, then, no. again, though, after November, the elections are going to come in. It's going to throw everything back into disarray. We don't know how the Senate and uh, House are going to do. Everybody's making their predictions. We don't know. We don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see. But I'm not getting my hopes up. I kind of feel like it's going to just be a lot more of the same. Mike Johnson, same thing. Apparently, we're like days away from a partial congressional shutdown because they can't get this uh this bill, this government funding bill through. Because again, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually cool with it too. It's like shut it down. Shut it down. Like, do we what business that exists in this country outside of Congress that gets paid to do a half assed job and not produce for those that are paying it? Congress is the only one. It's it's ridiculous to me. It's crazy. So they're talking about like, you know, Dem- it's, it's a typical back and forth. Democrats put so much pork in this bill. The Senate passed it. McConnell blessed off on it. Does not look good. There's so much in that bill. More funding for Israel, more funding for Ukraine. You know, it doesn't close the border. It doesn't even come close to it. But McConnell blessed off on it. Now, Mike Johnson's like, eh, the House isn't happy with it. Josh Hawley gets up there and he's just straight up blasting Johnson and all of Congress saying, like, this was supposed to be done in September, November. And here we are in February, pushing March, and it's still not done. I'm kind of like, good, shut the government down. Yeah, shut it down. But the thing that sucks they about is- any more money. Exactly. If that government shuts down, pause all congressional salaries. Yeah. No more. If the government shuts down, you don't get paid. But even so doing, though, that it just incentivizes them for Republicans, as we've seen many times- to just bend the knee and bless off and say, yeah, we'll vote in favor of it. Republicans need to start having some balls and saying, nope, we will we will freeze this thing. Like this thing will go down. It's like Democrats need to start making some concessions. But I love how Joe Biden, the rest of them, phrase this on social media. It's like, we've done our part to, 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 to help to do this. Now Republicans got to meet us halfway. It's not halfway. You've made a list of demands that are extremely exaggerated. You said, okay, for us to close the border, we want foreign aid, to Israel and Ukraine. It's like but your your concessions on the border are not for closing it, which is what Republicans want unless Republicans are lying to you and they want that border to stay open so they can have continue to have something to run on. It's entirely possible. Entirely possible. <clears throat> you got to love this. Denver is cutting some city employees hours down to zero in order to support migrants. Let's call them illegal aliens They're not migrants. They're illegal aliens. Yeah. Fox do better. Those Denver workers who may lose all of their hours include lifeguards, front desk workers, and coaches. The city of Denver on Monday announced some of its employees may have all of their hours cut in order to reallocate funds towards dealing with the city's migrant crisis. The city of Denver is trying to avoid the word layoffs when it comes to a budget cuts. So instead, they're telling some hourly on-call employees they may have their hours reduced to zero. The government is looking to cut $4.3 million in funding from its Parks and Recreations Department that use the money towards handling the migrant crisis that has been stressing the city's resources. Denver Parks and Recreation Director John Clark provided details on the budget cuts in a recent statement. Um, the reduction in hours of operation and programs will affect a number of hours worked by many on-call, some to the point where they may not receive any hours. You got to love that. So now law-abiding citizens are getting penalized for illegal immigrants being flooding through that border. So now they don't get to work because you got to, you know, government has to scrap that money and say, oh, by the way, we can't afford to pay you. We got to deal with this crisis over here. That's right. Wow. I mean, (laughs) what do you say to that? I mean, stop voting Democrats. (laughs) Yeah. Uh and last most certainly not least, uh, our boy Merdewski. is back in the news. This little douchebag. No, if any veteran set himself on fire, it should have been this piece of shit. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like this douchebag. Controversial GOP candidate, Junior Mojwski, moles dropping out of Ohio race. Good. You should. You're a piece of shit lying, stolen valor. Majewski, a controversial congressional candidate's potentially dropping out of the Ohio GOP House race just days after early voting began in the state. An Air Force veteran launched a second bid to oust Representative Marcy Couture uh, uh, last April. He, he overcame a crowded primary field in 2022 and became the Republican nominee after former President Donald Trump endorsed his campaign But his campaign collapsed after it all was revealed he lied about serving in combat in Afghanistan. He spent six months on a base in Qatar, according to public records and the Associated Press. To this day, though, Majewski says, oh, no, that was a leftist hit piece. No, it wasn't. This was proven. Your DD-214 reflected that, and it was not a classified deployment. You were loading planes in Qatar, so you're a piece of shit liar. That's the truth. Um, I'm being asked by some people to drop out, he told Politico. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Oh, he's going to drop. Sources told the outlet that Majewski said he is in talks to take a position with Trump. The candidate said he spoke with Trump team, but it said it is not about a potential job. Uh, Majewski has been criticized for his presence at the Capitol on January 6th in 2021, but has not been accused of any wrongdoing. Voting rights groups... Uh, voting rights groups PublicWise previous released a six-figure ad against him and said he is affiliated with an alt-right conspiracy group. He was a promoter of QAnon, a right-wing conspiracy theory the AP reported. Oh, color me shocked on that one. Ohio 9th District uh, has leaned Democrat in the past, but a new congressional map changed its makeup to lean Republican and has put Captor, the longest serving woman in congressional history, in the sights of the GOP. Majewski still has three weeks to decide with the Ohio primary on March 19th and is known to change his mind after joining the race last April he uh, Majewski dropped out in May citing his mother's health he rejoined the race to take on Capture last October and has campaigned since the hill has reached out to Majewski campaign for further comment yeah he's a piece of shit don't care about that dude he's a piece of crap lying stolen valor manipulator like bro you lied about your service in Congress come on
1: that's hard Um, to overcome
0: that is I mean, especially each,
1: when you, your aspirations are mm-hmm. to the represent the people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, East coast with a $1 donation said Majewski campaign must have stood for Palestine. Now it stands in flames. It's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> it's true. It is true. All right, folks, that does for today's episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast. We appreciate you being here. We love all of you. Thank you for listening in. If you could do me a favor, hit that thumbs up button, leave a comment below and share with your friends and family. If you could go leave a review on iTunes, it helps us out with the ratings over there. Again, we greatly appreciate every single one of you that tunes in. Thank you for all the donos today on Rumble, all the uh, Rumble rants. Appreciate that. You guys are freaking phenomenal. So until tomorrow, folks, we appreciate you tuning in. You guys think the Man? Yes, have a great night. And as always, you stay savage, America.